Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome to the podcast. Happy, well, today is January 2nd, 2021. This is coming out in a few weeks, Um, but happy fucking new year. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it is 2021. I wrote on my stories yesterday that I just felt like there was this new sense of hope, new sense of love, new sense of desire, new sense of just like something in the air of people really wanting a different reality um and whether that's covid for them i guess like most people that that really is probably their focus um i'm sure it ranges everywhere from business to just health to everything and i think a lot of the health industry can really start to like shit on people who want to start over or who want to like really decide that they want to make a change. And I I don't think that we should ever shame anybody for anything. And I think everybody can take massive responsibility for their actions. And if they start over today and they join a gym, if gyms are open in their area, like let it be good for them. That's another day that they've worked out. You know what I mean? And we see all these like mean gym memes, which I used to be a part of like sharing these things of like, oh, the the gym on January 31st and it's like empty and then the, or December 31st and then the gym on January 1st and it's like fucking packed and like all the regular gym goers are like really mad about it. And I, I think that this just plays into the dynamic of shitting on people and people feeling really guilty for wanting to start something, feeling really guilty for wanting to start over. And I I don't think there's ever a starting over, honestly. I do think that there's a turning point in all of our lives. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, although I did not plan that story that I just told. But it always comes out so perfectly, in my opinion, and I always just trust that the right thing is going to come out that somebody needs to hear and just to make your guys' like eyes open. And think in a different way. And if you are new to my podcast, hello, welcome. My name is Johnny. Super excited to have you here. If you like to talk about everything from business to money to health to anything that makes you thrive in your life, self-belief, manifestation, you have come to the right place. Um, And so typically Johnny Agresta LLC has been mainly a business page And you will notice a big shift in 2021 where it's going more towards the self-belief, thriving, empowerment. And we are going to be talking about health. We are going to be talking about manifestation because the biggest thing that I did in my business, which is what I want to talk to you guys about today, the biggest thing that has made me successful is chasing that thriving feeling, is shifting my entire thought pattern which shifted my entire life. And so when we shame people, oh, I love where this is going. Sorry, I'm just really excited for what's coming out of my body right now. Um, But when we shame people for 
starting over or wanting to switch things that they're fucking unhappy about, we contribute to their guilt of like, hey, they weren't treating their body or that, hey, they weren't treating their life well before. And we don't need to feel guilty for where we are or where we have been. We actually need to forgive that. We need to forgive ourselves for treating our body in a way that didn't make us feel good. We have to forgive ourselves for avoiding our emotions and overeating. We have to forgive ourselves for buying into the belief that we weren't good enough the way that we are and we just need to chase a weight on the scale or we just needed to chase a money goal. It doesn't mean you can't want a different body. It doesn't mean you can't want a different life. It doesn't mean you can't want something that gives you more abundance or greater health or whatever it is. It just means it gets to come from a place of like self-love. And so, number one, stop shitting on people who want to start over. Just stop shitting on it. Don't, I don't recommend to use it in your marking. Like If it feels good for you, beautiful. But the way it feels for me, obviously you can do whatever you want. But the way it feels for me is like if I'm telling someone, like, oh, you should feel shameful for starting the gym again today or wanting something different then it feels like it's just knocking them down and knocking somebody down, you know, for the purpose of, you know, you gaining traction in your business or your meme going viral is not a good way about, you know, going, going about sharing your message. And I'm sure there's a deeper message you want to share, right? That's like me shaming you for like setting a new business goal this year. Like what? Why would we do that? It, it it seems absurd because for health, it's so easy to shit on people. But then, and like, oh, you're, yeah, of course you're going to fucking join a gym. Like, of course, it's fucking January 1st, douche. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> if you're new to my podcast, yes, we curse and are super inappropriate. But it's just what comes out of me. And so I hope you like it. <laughs> but we wouldn't do that for the bit for our businesses. Like, oh, of course you'd invest in a new business coach on January 1st. Of course you'd actually, you know, try and wake up a little bit earlier. Of course you'd actually set a bigger goal. You douche. Like that does, it doesn't even sound like it would even make sense, but yet it sounds like it makes sense for health because it's become so normal. So can we just stop shitting on people? That's first and foremost. And I want you to stop shitting on yourself. This is key guys. Because you don't need to shit on yourself. You don't need to shit on anything that happened last year. You don't need to shit on any on the place that you are in, whether it's monetarily, body-wise, weight-wise, health-wise, relationship-wise, life-wise, debt-wise, whatever the thing is. All we need to do is accept it. Accept that it's our reality. Yesterday I wrote, like, you cannot change that which you do not accept. Or you can only change that which you do accept. And acceptance is encompasses forgiveness, in my opinion. Acceptance isn't just saying like, okay, this is where I am. It's like, okay, this is where I am and let that sink in. I'm not going to attach any feelings to it. I'm not going to attach any shame. I'm not going to attach any negativity to it. I can be grateful for where I am. And still want more. But in that process, I need to forgive. I need to forgive everything that I have done before that didn't make me feel good. I have to forgive myself for buying into certain beliefs, for judgments about myself, for actions that I did when I knew that I wanted something different or needed something different. I need to forgive other people. And I also need to forgive myself for blaming. So today I'm going to ask you some questions that 
I just felt inspired to write off of this morning. Um, I'm reading a new book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, and I'm actually reading like three different books right now because apparently I have so much time that I just read all the time. (laughs) But um, I highly recommend the book. It's a, a lot more on the side of like tough love manifestation and money. Um, not so much like the woo of money manifestation, but more so the like tough love and like change your, your life, change your thought patterns. And most personal development books are kind of in that realm. They're either on the woo or the, um, take action and change side. Right. So that the the questions I'm going to prompt you with are just going to give you a very, very grounding sense of just like answering questions and understanding where you are and understanding what needs to change. The book refers to it as a blueprint, the blueprint of money that's ingrained in your head. Um, but for me, it doesn't feel like it's, it's just money. It feels like it's everything. And as I've been doing a lot of reflecting, because I've had a week off at this point, (laughs) lots of fucking journaling and lots of thinking and reading, I realized that the thing that I really do, the thing that I really teach, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, is chasing thriving, right? That's the thing that I'm known for. That's the way that I brand myself. And there was some aspect of me in 2019 and 2020 that like didn't think that that could be the thing that I teach, but that is the thing that I teach. And that is the thing that changed me to be so fucking successful. And that's something that I lost a little bit of in 2020. And if you guys listen to my previous podcast, you'll hear, um, why I didn't hit my goals the way that I had wanted. And you'll hear that kind of like in the in the background of all the things that I say, like I just wasn't thriving, right? If you've ever worked with me, you know that when something's not going the way that you had planned, I always ask, are you thriving, right? And 99% of the time it's like, no, I feel desperate. I feel, ah, all I'm doing is working and I'm just, ah, right? <laughs> so when we change our thinking or when we want, let's, let's do it this way. When we want something, when we want a certain goal, We have to look at our normal thought patterns. And this is something that I did January 1st, honestly, 2019. And here's why. If you guys have, you know, been following me for a while, you know that um, my current husband had actually cheated on me when we were engaged. And it was December of 2018. I was living in New York at the time. And we were running a meal prep business. And... I was also working at Orange Theory about 30, 35 hours, um, and I was like running everything about the meal prep business. I was doing the marketing. I was doing the um, social media. I was doing the recipe development. I was working with our web designer. I had designed the first few websites, and then finally I got somebody, thank God, because I was awful at it. Um, I was just doing, I was cooking. I was doing purchase orders. I was delivering. I was doing everything with my sister um, for part of the time and then with my then fiance. And I was working out and I was like in super fucking good shape, but I had an awful relationship with everything. Everything. Everything from money to myself to other people. And I had no clarity on how I actually wanted to feel. I had no clarity on what I want my on what I wanted my life to actually look like, I was just moving like a headless chicken and I was negative as fuck. I was so negative. Oh my goodness. And that's the only way that I knew how to be. My entire family is kind of like that, honestly. 
Um, no one's like genuinely like happy and like thriving and smiling. They're all very like critical of themselves, critical of other people. Um, when you speak to them, all they kind of really like to talk about is shopping, which I love, but like, I don't really like to talk about all the time. Like I like to have deeper conversations and happier conversations. Um, or they like to talk about other people. You know, I don't know if maybe you have somebody in your family where you feel like you call them and like the conversation automatically just goes to certain people, um, and talks about other people. And it was kind of like this like safety blanket that me and my family used to never actually talk about what we were struggling with and why we weren't happy or things that were coming up in our lives because we were judging the fuck out of ourselves and we were judging other people. You only judge other people in the ways that you judge yourself, right? It's a constant kind of cycle. It's a constant mirror being reflected back to you. And so after Joe cheated on me, whether or not we actually stayed together was irrelevant to this conversation. Obviously, we are together right now, and marriage and just in a relationship, it's the hardest thing in the fucking world. Way harder than business, honestly, <laughs> at least for me. But um, I realized that I had attracted a situation where I wasn't treated well because I didn't treat myself well. I wasn't taking ownership of my emotions. I wasn't taking ownership of my life. I was just going and I was doing things to impress other people. And I was um, saying yes when I really wanted to say no. I was um, keeping friends in my life that didn't really serve me well just because it was normal. And it all contributed to me really just not being a happy human. And I'm not saying I deserve to be cheated on. Let me get that very, very, very clear because I've had people come after me on Instagram um, when I would share this story. I'm not saying that if you hate yourself or that if you are negative, you deserve to be cheated on. I'm No one deserves to be cheated on whatsoever. However, if you don't love yourself... It's going to be really hard to let somebody else's love in. And that's something I still struggle with. I struggle with receiving love, um, even when, even though I do at this point love myself. But what I mean by this is that we do attract everything into our lives. And I wasn't focusing on how can I make our relationship better. I wasn't focusing on the fact that we were unhappy. I wasn't focusing on the things that were making me unhappy, us unhappy. I wasn't aware of them. I just thought that that's the way life had to be. And so I didn't actively change it. And that that was the problem. It's because we knew that there was a problem, but I thought that problem was normal. I thought that that was just the way marriage was or being in a relationship was because honestly, I have some really awful um, uh, examples of relationships and marriage (laughs) in my life, in my family, in my friends. And so that's just the way that I thought it had to be. I was like, oh, well, this is normal. Right. And so that was the problem was that I didn't address the problem. It wasn't the fact that like, oh, I deserve to be cheated on. Right. It was I didn't address the problem. And so I kept attracting more of the negativity, kept attracting more of the negativity. Right. And so um, Joe actually had tried to leave me before he cheated on me. And I was just I somehow convinced him to stay. And then we didn't change anything. I didn't change anything. And so he stayed kind of, I don't want to say against his will because I didn't force him to do anything, but like, it wasn't like a choice of his, you know what I mean? It was kind of like a sadness, like what you're going to leave me, we're engaged, we've been for this long, you know? And so none of us took action in our relationship. 
And therefore, we didn't change the way that we felt in our lives. We didn't change our actions. We didn't change our belief patterns. We didn't change the fact that we actually thought something would be possible to have a different relationship between us. That's not a sentence. We're just going to go with it. Um, And so we attracted more negativity. We attracted a worse sex life. We attracted a worse money situation. You know, we only attracted more stress and more stress and more stress. Right? And so when we talk about attracting things, we get to have the power to change everything, both in our actions and in our energy and what we get to attract to us. Right? So that's what I want to go into today. So that's when I first started the art of manifestation or science, whatever you want to call it, that's when I first started to really self-reflect and notice all things going on in my life and what was not adding up. And that's where the idea of thriving came through. It was way, it was, uh, I started my business April, 2019 of that year. Um, and so this was January. And so I just started massively reading books I started taking ownership. I started becoming more independent. And I started saying, what the fuck is going to make me happy? Because I don't need to be happy for him or for him to not cheat on me. Like, that's irrelevant. I don't care about that. I care about me being happy for myself. And so that's when I started to just, I journaled every day. I started uh, using my journal more. I was using my journal beforehand, but not in the way of like personal development. It was all like business goals um, for the meal prep. I started taking action on like who I wanted in my life versus who I didn't, right? I started getting clear on what I wanted and that's when I was like, okay, I want my own business. Like I'm tired of doing things for other people. I've always wanted my own business, right? And so in that whole process, I had to forgive all of the other experiences that I had. I had to forgive the judgment I placed on myself as not being good enough to have my own business, the judgment I placed on myself for closing my meal prep, because that kind of happened um, the day he cheated on me. I just shut everything down, refunded people and like never looked back, which still feels a little bit like icky um, because I gave up on something I loved so much. Um, I had to forgive myself for buying to leave that I wasn't good enough for a better relationship with myself, with somebody else. Right, I had to do a lot of forgiveness work in order to move past it. And honestly, I'm still working through that. I'm still working through things that have happened to me throughout the years and forgive people, forgive myself, forgive judgments, all the things. And so I want you to look back in your life and say, just what is not making me thrive in all different areas? And where do I need to shift into? Where do I need to take back that control? I don't say control in terms of like, you know, like gripping on to something and like controlling it. It has to go this way. I say control in the way of like you have power. You have power to change anything and everything within your life. I wholeheartedly believe that. I've seen it happen with all of my clients. I've done it myself. Joe has done it like all of my friends that I surround myself with at this point really take their power back in every aspect of their life, right? So where do you need to take that power back, right? And what do you need to forgive in order to feel powerful in certain, in those situations? What do you need to forgive to move forward, right? It can even be you forgiving yourself for blaming people. 
I used to blame, oh my goodness, my entire family just blamed Joe for being like the world's biggest douchebag. And I do think that he was a douche at that point. But no one questioned if I was a douchebag, which I was at that point. Like we were equal douchebags. I just didn't cheat on him. Um, But in the way that we treated ourselves and other people, I was just as at fault of the fall in our relationship. It didn't happen like one day he just got drunk and he like met somebody and kissed her. It was like an emotional thing where he was not getting his needs met because I was not treating myself good. I was not treating him well. Right? And no one questioned that. I was just like, oh, you need somebody else. And I was like, but, but you don't understand that you can't just blame one person without blaming yourself. We are always at fault for something. We always take part in anything that happens to us. Right, whether it's in business, health, life, whatever it is, right? And the sooner, and it, it kind of feels a little bit weird to talk about, I've never really talked about it this way, but the sooner you can blame yourself for the things that happen in your life and get real with yourself, the sooner you can shift it. So going back to um, the story of like January 2019, where I really started to take power into my own hands, I really just looked at where I was putting the blame on people and what the things I was talking about, how I was talking about them. And I was like, well, no shit, I'm fucking unhappy. Well, no shit, I have negative shit happen to me all the fucking time. No shit, I'm in a shitty financial situation. There's lots of shits in this in this statement. <laughs> right? No shit, this is the way my life looks. Because I'm sitting here talking negatively about other people. Talking negatively continuously to myself. Doing things from a place of self-hate doing things because I think that's what I have to do to please other people. And I was like, well, none of this is actually here to make me happy. And one one of my grandfathers who passed away, I think about five years ago, six years ago at this point, um, like he was like literally on his deathbed in the hospital. This is morbid, but we're just going to go with it. Um, in the hospital, dying of pneumonia, super healthy before that. He was like 95 years old. So this was like pneumonia is a thing that killed him. Pneumonia is actually a really big killer of um, the geriatric population um, just because it usually ends them up in the hospital and then their system is weakened and stuff like that anyway moving on um, and so he was he was like just cracking jokes and he could like literally barely breathe but he was still smiling and he was one of those people who's always fucking happy he was pretty broke he came out of the, the era of the depression he was in multiple wars um, his wife my grandmother had um uh, severe, uh, the thing where you lose, how come I can't remember what this is? The thing where (laughs) your brain doesn't remember things as you get older. Shit. What is the word? Uh, hold on. What are words? What are words? Dementia. There we go. And she had the form of dementia that happens when you were kind of like younger. It was from Uh, Like she she was just kind of like crazy for her entire life. And it happened like she kept losing her memory, like when she was like 20, 30, there was just something off with her. And he had every reason to like not be a happy human. And on his deathbed, we were just like, we called him Big D. His name is Dominic. Um, And we were just like, Big D, like, how are you? 
happy right now. Like, (laughs) what? And he's like, if you aren't smiling and happy, what do you have? You know, or like you have nothing, however he said it. And it just like really hit home because if you're not happy, then what do you have? It doesn't matter any amount of money or the client that signed if you're not happy. And guys, the happiness is what gives you more happiness. The happiness is what attracts more things into your life that make you happier, right? And so like, even though he had every reason to fucking have like really bad depression and really bad anxiety and all of these things, he constantly was just in a place of happiness. He surrounded himself with things that made him happy. He did things on his own terms. He acted in ways that actually made him happy and thrive. And so you get more of that. People, we love to be around him. He was just one of those people where you were like, wow, I want to be around that person all day long. You know what I mean? He was just the light in the room always. And when I started reflecting and really doing a lot of this inner work, once Joe cheated on me, I started noticing people in my life who were like Big D and who did really um, have this sense of happiness all the time in light and people who didn't. And I was like, well, what's the difference? Because all of them have shitty situations. Honestly, a lot of the people who have really shitty things have happened to them um, are always happy. And people who like, I would categorize them as less shitty things. I'm not saying there is a categorization, but like somebody who got raped or somebody who's um, been in a war, I would categorize it as pretty fucking awful um, and really, really, really deep pain versus somebody who's just had a lot of loss. Like I think it's just a deeper level of hurt and, and pain and experience in life. Not that one is more worthy of being sad or having pain. I just think that like, somebody who went through war really had or was raped has a different um, level of uh, sadness, right? Could have a different level of sadness. Maybe innately has it. Maybe you guys disagree with me. That's fine. But that's my understanding of it right now. And I was just like, the only thing that makes them different is their choice, right? And I was like, well, if they can choose to be happy, then I can fucking choose to be happy. So what needs to switch? What needs to shift? And the main thing that I started to learn was that as I act out of that thriving feeling, as I make decisions out out of thriving, I get more of what I want. Once I feel like I'm thriving, my relationships improve because my self-love improves. My relationship with myself improves. Right? Once I'm thriving, I'm sharing my gifts. I'm learning more. I'm making more money. Right, my the, this uh, this arena of like thriving really started with like personal development and just changing and taking action in my life. And then I started a business coaching program in February. I didn't start my official business until April, but February was when I was like, okay, well, if I'm changing everything about my life, I'm going to change this, and I'm going to invest the six thousand dollars that I don't fucking have in this program, because if I don't have happiness, what do I have? Right? And if I'm doing things that aren't making me happy because I have to keep this money in the bank or not go in debt because so-and-so said that that's bad and that doesn't make me happy, why the fuck would I do it? Right? Because 
I had wanted to do business for so long. I had wanted to change my life for so long. I'd wanted to work my, for myself for so long. And I kept messing it up. And I was like, why am I messing it up? Why are my businesses not working? And I was like, well, I didn't actually believe that they were going to work. I kept giving power to the voices inside of my head that said it wasn't going to work. I kept giving power to the people who were like, oh, well, are you profiting yet? And it was like six weeks into my business or even a year into my business. Most businesses don't profit their first two years, honestly. And so I kept giving power to this negativity instead of following what made me thrive. And the minute that I followed what I made, what made me thrive, my businesses started to succeed. And that's when I started teaching this concept in health. I was like, well, if it works for life and I could switch my relationship around, I could switch my life around, I could switch my own happiness around, then I can teach people to do this with their health. Right? If it worked for my business, how does it work for health? And I started to work out to thrive. I started to eat to thrive. Do I follow specific workout programs? Like, honestly, not really. But like, I do have a structure when I go to the gym and I've studied the science of it for a long time. So I do think you need to like have a strategy always, always, always. But the strategy is not going to work if you don't believe, right? It's the same thing with our clients. If they don't believe that it's good, what makes a client successful versus not successful? The one who believes that it's going to work, the one who believes that they're capable of changing what they currently have, you know? And it's like people can go to the gym all that they want, but if they don't believe that it's actually going to work, they're going to give up on what they want. They're going to stop going. They're going to stop going as hard. They're going to slack on certain areas that aren't making them feel good. Right. And it's like you, you hear people who are like, oh yeah, I can eat anything and I'll never gain weight. And then you hear people, oh, I look at a piece of cake and I gain 10 pounds. Like number one, none of that is true. Nobody can eat everything they want and never gain weight. That is a lying sack of shit. And so is the person saying that they're going to gain 10 pounds by looking at a piece of cake. So I think that certain people have faster metabolisms. Of course. Can you change your metabolism? A hundred percent. Right. So do you want to continue being the person who says, if I even look at a piece of case, I gain 10 pounds? Or do you want to be the person who says, I feel like I can eat anything because I have a really fast fucking metabolism and I'm active? Right. You have a choice, but if you constantly play into the, I'm going to gain 10 pounds if I look at a piece of cake, then that's going to be your reality because you believe it to be. You know, it's like clients that I've worked with on like thyroid medications. I've worked with tons of clients on thyroid medications and they're like, oh, well, my, I have a thyroid problem, so I can't lose weight. Honestly, I've had tons of clients who are, have thyroid problems and lose weight <laughs> and keep it off <laughs> and change their life and build muscle mass. What makes one different than the other? One stopped believing the story that my thyroid was the problem. One started taking action. One started believing that there was a different way. So what do you need to believe in your life that you can change? What do you need to stop giving power to in a negative way? What negative stories are you telling yourself that you are just giving power to, so therefore you're perpetuating them even though you don't want it? It can be the way 2020 went. It can be the way your launches go. It can be the way your health is. But you have to start looking at what the stories are that you're telling yourself and really start to switch them if they're not serving you. And this was the biggest thing that I did in January 2019 when I first started this entire personal development journey. And this is a thing that I constantly do. 
I just enrolled in another um, mastermind and I enrolled in it specifically for this reason because it's surrounded by a bunch of people who chase the biggest fucking goals I've ever seen in my life. They're millionaires, they're multimillionaires, and I want to be around that energy of people who don't have the story of I can't do that. And some of these people have a thousand followers. Some of these people get 15 likes. Some of these people, their Instagrams don't even look like they they have a business and they don't have an I help statement. They don't have this. They don't have that. Right. It's nothing in the typical way. And I'm like, that's the energy I want to be around, because if they can do it, then why can't I? Right. And so when we surround ourselves with thought patterns and um, people who rewrite their stories and who believe that what they want is possible, we start to do so as well. So look at your social support system. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Right. And again, this isn't to say like ditch everybody, because if you don't want to, you don't have to. Or like leave your husband <laughs> or like, peace, mom, I'm never talking to you again. You're negative, you know, but like assess how you need to go about your relationships. And maybe some do need to be left behind. Or maybe you just need to reframe how you spend time with somebody. You know, I have a lot of friends who don't have any money. I have a lot of friends who, you know, aren't entrepreneurs Um, I have a lot of friends who don't do personal development work and I just choose not to spend the majority of my time with them. Um, I'm aware of their habits versus mine, their thought patterns versus mine, you know, and I, I make a barrier from like their struggles into my life. You know, like if you're talking to a friend and they're struggling with something and you're just like, oh, if she's struggling with that, then shouldn't I? Or if she's struggling with that, then like we kind of start to think about it in a negative way as well. We feed into that like kind of negativity, you know, even with money, you know, I have a ton of friends who like just don't really care to buy expensive things, who don't really care to have nicer things in their house. They like barely have any furniture and stuff like that. And that's perfectly fine for them. But I can choose differently, right? But honestly, one of the biggest things that I did in the beginning of my business was I filtered out who I spent time with and how I spent time with them. A lot of my previous friends I I don't have at this point. Not because of any bad things that happened, just because I stopped aligning with the way that they like to live. I stopped aligning with the way that they spent their time. You know, going into 2020, my goal is to spend a lot more time sober, like absolutely no... um, like not absolutely not I'm sure I will drink a little bit but really spent I used to like smoke weed a lot so like no longer doing that it's been a while actually um and just not being drunk honestly is is my goal like if I want to have a glass or two of wine I will um but really not spending time drunk right so that means that I need to filter how I spend time with other people And if friends like to do that, that's perfectly fine, but I'm not going to go out to a bar and hang out with them. You know, that just won't be a setting that I really see them in. And if I do, it'll be for a short amount of time, you know, so really get clear on what things need to shift in your life because you have the power to choose a different way. But if you constantly believe that you can't, it's not going to happen. All right. And you guys have heard me talk about this concept a lot. 
Um, but the, the natural way of you thinking about anything, about your business, about how good of a coach you are, or whatever the business is that you have, about your health, is what's going to make you successful to get to your goals or not, right? So people always ask me like, Johnny, how did you invest in business coaches when you had no money? And how did you continue to invest before you were making that money? Like even what I just invested in now, um, the monthly payments is half of my revenue, not profit revenue each month. It's kind of insane. But the question is, how do I do that? And it's because I act out of where I'm going, not where I am. And I don't question. I don't question if it's going to happen. Like when I was accepted into this program, I spoke with the um, like the head of it. And she was like, the only reason why we were hesitant was because to accept you is because your monthly income is, you know, only double of what the monthly payment is. And I wanted the payments to kind of be a no brainer for people. I don't want it to stretch them like this. And she's like, but clearly if you're here, like it, it feels right for me and it feels right for you. So like, let's fucking do this. You're just going to skyrocket. And I was like, listen, I've never made an investment where it was bad. And this is certainly not going to be the first one, you know, so I'm already not giving power to the possibility of it not working out or the possibility of me going broke or the possibility of whatever happened to happen. It's just not an option. I don't give the things I don't want an option. Right. And this was something that prevented me from getting to my goal in 2020 because it was an option for it not to happen. I had it in my mind. It's like, oh, well, it's okay because I still did this. Right. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. You can have those months. You can have those years where like you're just like, yeah, I'm just fucking happy where I am. You know, maybe deep down in my heart, I was just like, no, I'm happy with where I am. Like, look how much I fucking gotten. <laughs> right. But extra, I was like, no, we're going to hit this number. Right. And so you get to decide what that looks like for you. But if you have any inkling of it not happening and you saying it's okay and you you are settling for it and you don't have to settle for anything unless you want to, right? And I don't want to use settling in a negative term, but like settling with a lower goal than you had, you know? I just, I wake up and I do the things and I don't question. I don't question if the post is going to be good. I don't question if this podcast is going to make me money. I don't question if that lead signed. I don't question it. I just do. I show up. I share. The more you question it, the more you doubt. And it's just unnecessary. Right? If somebody didn't sign, okay, beautiful. I wish you the best of luck. Move on. Release that person. And know that there's more out there. You know, you didn't hit a goal at the gym. Beautiful. Does that mean you're going to fucking stop? No. So why do we do it in business? You know, we didn't hit a body goal that we had. We didn't hit a weight goal. Whatever the thing are, is that you are working towards, you like to work towards in health. Like, that doesn't mean you're going to stop. You know? And so why do we do it in business? Because we have this idea that it's somehow different. That it's somehow not dependent on us. That it's somehow dependent on somebody's strategy. Or how much I invest. Or um, the lead signing. And it's not, it's not any different. It's contingent upon you continuously going and believing. 
right? There was a point at which I was running 12 miles an hour on a treadmill. That's literally maxing it out. At least to my knowledge, it's the only, like, treadmills only go up to that amount. If you have a faster treadmill, that's fucking epic. But, like, if you had asked me five years ago if that would have ever happened, I would have told you you were batshit crazy. I couldn't run for, like, a quarter of a mile. Obviously, I wasn't running 12 miles an hour for, like, minutes. I would run it for, like, 45 seconds, I think, was the most I did at a 6% incline. as when I was working out at Orange Theory a lot. And... If you had asked me years ago if I would have ever been able to, I would have told you you were crazy. I couldn't even run at five miles an hour. It was like just not a thing. But I started to change my belief. I started to go day after day. I went, you know, or week after week if I went one to like three or four times. And then it just happened. But it was because I was focusing on the feeling that it gave me. I wasn't questioning if I could do it. I fucking hit the button and I just ran because if I didn't run, I was going to fall off the damn treadmill and die. (laughs) You know, there's just no option. And when we don't give ourselves the option not to succeed, whether it's in an investment, whether it's in business, whether it's in health, money, relationships, then we actually get to where we want to go. There's a lot of times it's not going to look like it's going to happen and you do it anyway. You know, there's a lot of times you eat better and then the scale goes up and you're like, well, motherfucker, right? You do it anyway doesn't mean you're going to stop eating better. It doesn't mean that you're going to start ordering Domino's again in the evening. It means you're going to continue to do it. You're going to continue focusing on that feeling of thriving. Same thing in our business, same thing with anything in life. This is why this concept of thriving is so, so, so important. And I had never learned about manifestation at the time as uh, like when I had switched everything, when I had met Joe, but that's exactly what I was doing. I started to manifest a different life. I started to believe that something else was different, was possible. I started to believe that I can have a different life. And I started to act as if it was already happening. I started to align my actions as if it was actually going to come to fruition today, tomorrow, as if it was here now. And so I woke up every day feeling massively grateful to be alive. I woke up every day hauling ass, doing the things that I wanted to do to make me thrive. I didn't question it. I just kept doing. And it's the same thing that I do now. Right? And this concept of thriving is so, so, so key. Because it's the answer to you getting to where you want to go in every area of your life. Right? So thriving means something different to every single person. You know? And so you getting clear with what that is that makes you thrive and then you seeing where your thought patterns don't actually align is key for you to switch your normal way of thinking. Because when you switch your normal way of thinking, you have way more fucking success. Right? You go from being the person who says, I'm going to gain weight by looking at cake to being the person who says, I can eat whatever I want and not gain weight. You know, you get to decide all of this. But your normal way of thinking has to be in alignment with that. So is it that you constantly question yourself or is your normal way of thinking, of course, I'm going to be successful, right? And if it's not, and that's something you want, simply switch it. That voice is going to come up. There's, there's doubts in my head about every goal that I've ever had. And the only way I don't hit it is when I give power to the, the doubts, power to the reasons why I think I'm not going to hit it. 
power to the fact that, oh, you didn't have enough followers. Oh, you know, that client didn't sign. So that's why you didn't hit the launch goal. Meanwhile, none of that's the reason nothing that none of that's the reason it wasn't successful. The only reason was because I stopped believing that I could be successful in lieu of all of those things. You know, or have the success that I had deemed that I had wanted. Is your natural way of thinking gratitude? Or is it some form of negativity? Or is it some form of complaining? Right? Like I said, I used to be negative Nancy. And you might not be as like extreme as I was. And um, if you are, I totally get it. If not, beautiful, fucking beautiful. I'm so happy for you. But I would wake up every day and be like, ugh, I don't want to get out of bed. I would wake up every day and be like, ugh, I have to eat this again. (laughs) Ugh, I have to go to work. Ugh, I have to see this person. Ugh, this person texted me. Ugh, it's raining. Ugh, I can't find a parking spot. You know, all of these things. Ugh, I I hate New York, which is where I was living at the time. Instead of being grateful for everything and then switching that which I didn't want to be grateful for. Like, I was grateful for, like, being able to live in New York and, like, for being around my family, but it no longer served me, right? So I switched it. So I stopped being, like, a negative Nancy about it, and now I'm like, I don't want to be around rain all the time because it's always raining in New York. I don't want to be around that, like, humid cold and humid hot, so I moved out of New York, you know? So I changed my circumstances, but I couldn't change my circumstances if I didn't believe that something separate was possible or something different was possible. Right, so you get clear on what it is that's going to make you thrive, whether it's a certain weather, whether it's um, a certain belief system. You know, if you can't get over the weather of where you live or whatever the circumstance is, change it. Right, you have that power. Is your natural state of thinking confidence, feeling confident in yourself, confident in your choices, confident in what you are doing? confident in your ability to coach people confident in your ability to make money or is it doubt right one of the biggest things people come to me for is to switch this honestly and this is why I'm switching like the the branding and the teaching on my podcasts and in my content because this is truly what I do with my clients they come to me not feeling secure with themselves They come to me having this idea, but not knowing how to put it down on paper. They come to me questioning everything. Instead of being massively confident in it. And I don't do anything special. I just question them to the point where they get into that confidence. I I believe in them massively. I will never work with somebody who I don't believe in. And I believe in anybody who believes in themselves. But sometimes you need that extra push. The way that I question my clients, the way that I have them journal, the way that I have them think is from a place of, no, of course we're going to fucking share this, right? Whatever your truth is, we share this. I have, I have an amazing client, Lift with Lizzie is her um, Instagram handle, and she came to me after working with multiple business coaches, and she just was in a massive state of like low confidence on sales calls of like kind of just all the things that she was doing. Right? And I was like, well, Liz, what the fuck do you want to put out there? She goes, I want to put out form. Like, it took us a while to get there. And she was, like, coming up with a lot of different answers. She's like, but none of this feels good. And she was having trouble writing content off of it. She was struggling with, like, things because it wasn't her truth. 
And she's like, but will people actually pay me for form? Will people actually be attracted to me for form? Like, it's just a no fucking brainer. And I was like, Liz, if that's the thing you do, which guys go and follow her because her lifts are literally perfect. (laughs) Um, And I don't say that about anybody, but like hers really are. She's like your go-to strength person. But if that's your thing, sell your thing. I didn't think that I could make money off of teaching thriving, which is why I stopped teaching it. And I'm like, no, that's the thing. And I guarantee this is the thing that's going to have us hit a million dollars this year. Right? Because I'm so confident in it. It's something that comes naturally to me because I've been doing this for two years at this point. Right? And so whatever your strength is might feel really silly to share or might feel really silly to sell. But if you needed it, somebody else fucking needs it. And when you step into that massive level of confidence, shit skyrocks. Liz's business has fucking skyrocketed because she is massively confident in what she puts out there. Only fucking reason. Only reason, only reason. (laughs) Nothing else. And so is your natural state of thinking confidence? Is your natural state of thinking self-doubt? Switch that shit. Always. You always have the choice. You just have to decide. I'm confident. I'm going to put this out there. When I started my business, I, I was just like, but everybody else is doing health. But like, I've failed so many other times. But who's going to want to listen to me? And then the reason why it worked was because I decided. Literally, the eight months before I started my business, I had a nutrition, a dietetics practice. And I had all these ideas, I had this marketing plan, I had an office, I had all these things I wanted, but I didn't give any power to what I wanted. I didn't feel confident in any of my decisions. I wrote it out and then just like sat there. And I put the blame on other people and I was like, oh, well, she didn't do that. Well, he didn't do that. They were supposed to help me. So fuck that. Instead of just taking action. Right? So what is your natural state of thinking? And switch that shit. Feel the shit, feel the lack of confidence, and understand you have a choice. You have a choice to feel that way. If I can feel confident, if my clients can feel confident, then you can fucking feel confident. We're no, we're no more special. You have a gift. Fucking share that shit. Same thing with health. Is your natural state of thinking healthier choices? You know, is your natural state of thinking when you go to a restaurant and not like once in a while or whatever, but it's like, let's say you went out every single day, would your natural choice be to get like, you know, fried appetizers, deep dish pizza, I don't know where that came from, clearly maybe I want pizza, and then like, a, you know, a dessert and eat it all, you know, which is probably just a lot of, a lot of food, honestly, <laughs> and like there's no fucking vegetables in any of that, right? Or would it be to have something that, you know, or would it be to balance it in a certain way? Or would it be to have something a little bit leaner and maybe not everything fried and heavy in cheese and then like, you know, a big ass dessert? Would it be to have smaller portions of it so that you wouldn't feel overstuffed? Like what would your natural state of being be? Whatever your natural state of being is, you will have that success, you know, or rather will determine your success. Right? And like you look at people who like are struggling to get healthier, is their natural state of being to move? Is their natural state of being to sit? Is their natural state of being to want to get their heart rate up? Or is their natural state of being to not do anything? You know? Like everybody's natural state will determine 
how they act. Like if you are on a health journey or you're a health coach or whatever the thing is, you, you know the difference, right? Because you've been there where you weren't prioritizing, where, you, where your natural state wasn't to be healthier in whatever way healthy, you know, feels and means to you. You know, for example, for all of 2020, um, actually, let's say the first half, it was just really difficult for me to want to work out. I was running and that was kind of it, maybe like once a week, twice a week. And then all of a sudden, somewhere in the middle of 2020, I was like, I want to lift again. I want to get my heart rate up again. And I want to stop eating out so much. And like that, that part kind of failed, but now we're here. And so now that's, I've maneuvered my schedule to make eating home a natural state for me because I actually just make really fucking good food. Um, both like on the like massively healthy side and the massively like, I don't care how much oil is in this, but I'm going to make some fried plantains and that's going to taste amazing. (laughs) You know? And so what's your natural state of being? Switch it. If it's not in support of what you want, right? We're going to go through a few more questions. Um, Let's talk about money. Is it that you will never have enough money? Is it that you will always be in debt? What's your standard around that? Right? I think we talked about this on one of my IG lives the other week. What's your standard around money? What's your standard around the way that you spend it? What's the standard around the way that it acts for you? Because you have that standard, you have that blueprint, you have that normal way of being. Right? And I can definitely do a whole nother podcast on it if you guys are interested on it. You guys love when I talk about money and I love talking about money. But you have a standard around money. What's your natural way of thinking? Is that that I will always be in debt? And is that something you want or care to change? Not everybody has to care to change every aspect of their life. Right? You can place values on certain ones over others. Right? For example, I have a threshold of debt that I do not go above. And when I go above it, I'm like, okay, I'm no longer available for that. We're going to go back down. Right? I don't care to have everything off of my credit cards. It's not something that I give a fuck about right now. Right? I like having more money in the bank. I like investing more, etc. But you have to decide what's going to make you thrive right now. You can't do it just because other people tell you to. For example, if eating the, you know, fried appetizer and then a deep dish pizza and a brownie ice cream dessert is going to help you thrive and is a, is not in in line with something you want to change to thrive, then that's perfectly fine, but you have to decide this. Right? That's something I do disagree with in the book that I'm reading, Six Secrets of a Millionaire Mindset. Um, I just kind of blanketly like tells you things that millionaires think, and it's like that's their, that might be their way of thinking now, but where were they when they were building their way up to that? You know, because that's probably where we are. Even if you don't want to become a millionaire, if you want, you know, whatever you want. Um, you know, like what were their thoughts and patterns building up to it? Right. And that's the thing that people don't teach. And that's the thing that a lot of business coaches don't teach. They're like, oh, yeah, well, I can have a three hour work day because I'm here. <coughs> Excuse me, but. And I'll teach you how they got there. You know, you can't just start your business and have a three-hour workday unless you have a lot of these other things in place, right? So we could be strategic with that, right? But it depends on your understanding. It depends on how much work you've done to understand yourself and business and all of that stuff. 
right? So you totally can. And that's what we're going to really do in the mastermind, whether it's three hours, five hours, eight hours, you know, two hours, whatever it is that you want. But we're going to build a business that really supports the life that you want specifically. Right? And I don't know when this is coming out, but if we have spots available, you can um, apply down below. Um, yeah, so a few more. Do you have a standard or a normal way of thinking that you will always have a body that you don't love? You know, and I'm not saying you have to like hate your body or you can't love the body that you're in now. Obviously, I promote that that's what Thrive at Every Size is about. But if you have this like constant like desire for this one thing, whatever it might be, but you're always saying, I can't have that, you know, like your quote unquote problem area for years, it was my stomach. It was like, oh, well, that's always just going to be there. Oh, well, that's my problem area. Well, if I accepted that, then that's why it stayed there. And then once I stopped accepting it and I started shifting things, that's when it was no longer my problem area. You know, so you don't have to have a part of yourself that you don't, that you aren't absolutely in love with. You can love something. You can be grateful for it. You can be happy with it. But you could also want something different. And you might envision that in a certain way. And you were entitled to have that. Nobody can tell you that you can't have that, right? Only you can decide what that is. You don't have to change to love yourself. You can love yourself right now and still want something different, right? I don't hate where I am in my business. I don't hate where I am in my body. I don't hate where I am in my health. I just know what I'm capable of. And I know what's truly going to make me thrive, right? What habits are going to make me thrive? My body and my money will follow, right? Do you have a, uh, a story or a normal way of thinking that you're going to always be sick? You're always going to catch the thing. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people I've been surrounded with for years who they just get every sickness under the sun. And I'm just like, how? Or like Joe, his thing was the flu for fucking years. And literally, guys, I would sleep next to him. I slept next to him. I think he's had the flu like five or six times throughout the past eight years, seven and a half years. I have never gotten it once because I was always like, oh, I just don't get the flu. I've never gotten the flu. I will never get the flu. My immune system is strong and I never got the fucking flu. Do I think that that works with like everything? No, I think science still exists. (laughs) But I also think that you have the choice. You know, maybe I did get the symptoms. It just wasn't as bad as him. So I didn't acknowledge it as the flu, you know. And so... I've had friends in my lives whose family or even them just always got sick, always didn't feel well. And that was something that I experienced. I remember I was in college and every single day I just wouldn't feel good. I remember like calling out of work a lot or like going to work. I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't do this. Oh my goodness, I can't do this. And I was like, I'm no longer available for always feeling like shit. I'm no longer available for always being sick. I'm not available for this anymore. (laughs) My normal way of thinking is not going to be that I get sick all the time. Right, so I started switching my habits, switching my mindset, not being in jobs that I fucking hated because I'm pretty sure that's when my body was like yelling at me and actually like not starving myself and feeling better. Right. Is your normal way of thinking complaining? We kind of talked about this before. Or even like questioning why this is happening to me. Right, this is a big one, guys. We have we have this one and then one more, and then um, the podcast probably will be done unless something else comes to my mind. But are you always questioning why is this happening to me? Oh, why didn't that launch go well? Why didn't that client side? Why did that client cancel their contract? Why, 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 why? Instead of just moving on, 
right? Or instead of looking at what you can shift or what your beliefs are. Right? My clients who are the most successful are the ones who stop questioning why things happen to them and just start shifting. You know, like you can say why, but don't stay in the why. You know, like before I switched everything in my mindset in the beginning of 2019, I, I was like in a place of like, oh, why do my friends do this? Why did, why do I constantly have jobs, you know, who don't pay me a lot? Why I would like blame things like, oh, I became a dietitian. That's why I have no access to jobs that pay me better. So I'm just going to go back to personal training. And then I would hate that. and be like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Instead of saying like, what do I need to change? What needs to shift? Right? Because you keep saying, why does this happen to me? Or what can I change? What do I want different? You know, if the weight keeps going up on the scale, which is something that has happened to me, even though I didn't weigh myself for a very, very, very long time. And I was happy with that because I really had to heal my relationship with the scale. But I didn't question why it kept going up. I questioned what needs to shift. Do I want to change this? Do I not want to change this? Is this like something that I value or is it something I don't value? And for a while, I didn't give a fuck. (laughs) And it was fine. And I still love my body. It's just now I want to be that lean person who runs 12 miles an hour again. That's something that I've really, really loved. And that's pulling me again. That's pulling me towards it. So I'm going back to that. I've been lifting a lot more. We've been eating a lot better, you know. And so you can question why. Ugh, I'm broken. You know, or maybe like maybe I'm pregos, but I don't think I'm pregos. I've gotten, you know, it's been that time of the month a few times, but like maybe I'm one of those people. I don't know. We will see. I'll keep you guys posted, but (laughs) not available for a baby right now. But you can always change it, right? But you can't change it if you're just like, oh, why does this fucking keep happening to me? Why am I struggling with anxiety? Why am I struggling with depression? Right? It's a useless question unless you're actually answering it and saying what needs to shift. Right. Why is a great question unless you're just saying why and then moving on. Right. And then you're blaming things, you know. Um, I remember I was in my internship as a registered dietitian and I had a preceptor who was charging two hundred fifty dollars an hour and she was getting paid through insurance. And I remember like, oh, my goodness, that's the goal. Right. And then I was like, oh, but she's older. Oh, but she definitely like is better than me. And I can't charge that much because of this. And I can't accept insurance because I don't want to go through paperwork. And I don't want people who come to me for insurance purposes. I want people to come to me who are like dedicated to themselves. And I just find when people don't pay, they don't they don't stay dedicated, honestly. Um, You know, so I kept blaming things and I kept charging $60 an hour, $150 a month. (laughs) I was just like, this feels awful. $200 a month. This feels awful. So instead of blaming things, I said, well, why is this happening to you? Actually, why? And what needs to shift? Right? The follow-up question. And then the last thing that I want you guys to contemplate um, is, do you have a normal way of thinking that what you want is out of your reach? Right? Do you have a normal way of thinking that what you want is out of your reach? Because if you are constantly saying, well, I want this, but I can't get it. I want this, but I'm not there yet. I want this, but I want this, but I want this, but. You're going to continue saying, I want this, but and not get it. You are going to create the circumstances that don't allow you to have that thing until you get to that place. 
because what you want is not fucking out of your reach. Oh my goodness, I can't tell you how ridiculous that is. It's only out of your reach if you deem it out of your reach. I've had clients go from, you know, $20,000 in one year to fucking $150,000 a year. We went from a little bit less than $50,000 to about $250,000, just cash, not sales, but cash. Like, why can't it happen? You know, and if you want more than that, or you want less than that, or it's not related to money, like, if it can happen to other people, it can happen to you. You know, there's a story that I heard, I think from Catherine Zinkino, who's the Manifestation Bay podcast, and she said that some, the, the world record for the fastest mile was like four minute mile or something like that, and then nobody had ever broken it before, and then all of a sudden some dude, I think in Europe or something, broke it, and then like 12 other people did it. And it's like, once people see that it can happen, of course it can happen. Now, I would never give a fuck to run a th- four-minute mile. That's just absurd. Like, a seven-minute mile is fine with me. Seven-minute, third, a fucking eight-minute mile. I don't really care about that. But um, <laughs> the point is, anything can happen. And, like, when I'm setting my goals for 2021, I was looking at, I was looking for evidence of when I've done something similar beforehand, Or when somebody else, if you don't have evidence for yourself, find it in other people, right? Because when I first started my business, I was like, fuck, I've never actually succeeded in business. I've always started and then stopped, started, stopped, started, stopped. And I was like, okay, well, what did I start and where can I gather evidence that I'm a fucking badass, right? So I was like, okay, well, I, you know, I grew this business in lifetime and it might have been for like six months or something like that, four months, something like that, but I became the top salesperson. So if I can do it there, I can do it for myself. I managed a gym. I, you know, brought it from, I think, ten dollars or $15,000 per month up to $30,000 a month. So let me find evidence there. You know, I have coached this many people in person and this amount of clients had stayed with me. This is the length that they stay with me so I can do this online, right? Okay, but I've never done it online before. Okay, so let me find evidence of people who had never done it online before and go and study their work. Let me find people who have never done it online and go and start to listen to them. Because if they're fucking successful, I can be successful. Let me surround myself with thoughts, people, ideas, um, books, everything that allows me to switch into that. Right? So if you don't have the evidence within your life that directly correlates, find things that don't directly correlate, but show you that you're a motherfucking badass. Even if you had never started the business before, you had never been a coach before, find things that you had never done before that you became a badass at. Right, for me, it was like playing an instrument. I had played piano from when I was seven years old, so it was just natural to me. Like, I don't remember a time when I sucked at it, you know what I mean? Or when like something came really, really, really difficult for me that I couldn't overcome it. And so when I was looking for evidence in my business of things that I felt like I couldn't overcome, which honestly hasn't been a lot, it's been like a few instances, but that's because I did all this work before I started my business. So do all this work now, wherever you are, it's not too late. But I was like, okay, well, I started playing saxophone and I'd never done that. And I did that when I was like 12. Okay. Then I learned the cello. I had done that when I was like 14 or 13. You know, and so I picked up things that I'd never done before. I'd never been a runner. And then I became a badass fucking runner. You can find this evidence, right? In other things, none of that has to do with business at all. It has to do with music <laughs> and, and fitness. But use that evidence to propel you forward because it's no different. 
you are the link. You are the link of if you could figure something else out and if you could learn something else, you can learn this. And if she can do it, so can you. So what you want is not out of your reach, right? Last example I'm going to give you, in 2019, I made $0 the first quarter. In 2020, we made $60,000 the first quarter, right? The last quarter of 2019, um, or let's say the last month of 2019, I made $7,000. The first month of 2020, yeah, 2020, I think I'm getting these years right. I'm just awful with years. Um, you know, January after that, December, we made $33,000. So I was like, oh, if I could do that with those numbers, I can do that with my current income. Right? Because why the fuck not? Why not? Why not? If she can do it, so can I. If I can do before, I can replicate that. So tap into those feelings. Tap into what it feels like to have all the things that you want that make you thrive and understand that you don't have to feel bad for wanting it. You don't have to feel bad for wanting more clients. You don't have to feel bad for wanting a different body. You don't have to feel bad for wanting something. You can want something and still love where you are. You can want something and be grateful for where you are. You can want something and still feel some sort of appreciation for where you are now. You don't have to change anything, but if you do want to change it, that's up to you. And do not let anybody shame you. Do not let anybody shame you for doing it at the start of the year. Do not let anybody shame you for doing it again. And do not shame yourself for giving up previously and fucking still wanting it. Because that is just fucking unnecessary. And I don't care how many times you restart with the same goal. I don't care how long it takes you to get there. You better keep fucking going if that desire is truly yours. And along the way, make sure you are thriving. Make sure you're doing everything with an intention of thriving. Everything with an intention of self-love. Everything with an intention of, if I don't have happiness, then what do I have? Because you're not going to wait until you get there to be happy. You're going to be happy now. You're going to thrive now. The act of showing up for yourself makes you fucking thrive. The act of carrying out your mission makes you fucking thrive. The act of working out makes you thrive. And when all of those thriving aspects, all those thriving experiences add up, you manifest a fucking life wilder than anything in your fucking dreams. And it might seem far away, but it's not. Only if you continue to look at where you aren't instead of where you are. So find evidence of where you are. Find evidence of how much of a fucking badass you are. Find evidence of how far you've grown as a human, as a business owner, in your health, all the things, in your knowledge, as a person. And use that to propel you forward. Use that to be grateful and use that to propel you forward. Because if you can get to where you are right now, you can get to where you want to go as quickly as you desire. Because there's nobody in the fucking world telling you that you can't do it other than yourself. And if somebody else does, the only reason why it's weighing heavy on you and you're giving power to it is because you are not secure. So become so secure, so confident in yourself that you can get to where you want to go. So that... You have unwavering belief, unwavering faith in yourself and nothing else will be able to penetrate that. Because when you live in that energy, you keep going, you get what you want and you attract more of it.
all done. <laughs> um, I don't know where that came from, but I hope you guys loved it. <laughs> it's weird. Sometimes I like go on rants and I'm like, wow, that's fucking epic. And I didn't plan any of that, um, even though I had some of the questions written out. But thank you guys for staying with me for like the past hour or so. If you like this episode, I would love for you to screenshot it. I feel like it's going to hit home for a lot of you. This is the things that I love, love, love to teach. Um, if you would like to work with me in any way, shape, or form, um, feel free to DM me and see what I have for you. Um, I have no clue when this episode is coming out. Um, but again, if we have room in the mastermind and you are ready for that next level shit, next level mindset, next level income, expansiveness all over the place, then the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mind, uh, mastermind is for you. Um, and if you are at the beginning where you just want the foundations for your business, then Rise and Thrive is for you. Be aware that you do get Rise and Thrive with the mastermind. You actually get all the courses that I've ever created um, in the mastermind as well. So DM me if you guys have any questions. I love you guys and have an epic start to your new year. And let me know... Um, what your biggest takeaway from this was, feel free to leave a uh, review. That would mean the world to me. If you go onto Apple and you look up Thrive at Every Size podcast, you can go and leave a review there. And I will talk to you lovely humans in the next episode.